Okay, we're going to put Riyad Henry's interview on with myself. I had a chance and an opportunity to speak to him on Friday night just before uh, we wrapped everything up. I had been out at a Lord's Taverners do, just to give you some context on the interview that I had with Riyad. So I'd been out at the Lord's Taverners do, um, uh, which is a great do, and Graham Gooch was doing a speech there. We actually got him to uh, take a photograph uh, of myself and him with an out-the-shoe T-shirt. I'm not entirely convinced he, he he quite knew what was going on, and I think if you look at the photographs on the Twitter or on the Facebook, you'll appreciate. I think he's probably got his eyes shut. It does look as if we've been, as one of my pals said, it does look as if we've been out on the razzle for about three days. It, it's not the most complimentary of pictures, I have to say. So we listen. We had a great chat with Riot there. Clearly, he's uh, gunning for West for tomorrow. Him and he's troops are coming up to the bull ring at Hamilton Crescent and that is going to be I think that game and also the game between Uddy and Presswick are going to be the standout fixtures for tomorrow so I'm certainly going to be glued to the Twitters just to see how everybody gets on I hope you are as well and we will catch up on the other side Hello. Hi there, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, 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 good. Um, just back from a Lord's Taverners afternoon, um, yes. and and you'll never guess who was talking. It was Graham Gooch was doing his talk. Um, All right. Yeah, and of course he played. He said that he played um, for Western Province. Yeah, so, he played in the same team as my old man. That's right, and your old man was obviously mentioned a couple of times, and he had yeah. a couple of good stories. So I ended up um, getting to speak to him at the end, and you know yeah. that we've got our t-shirts, our out the shoe t-shirts. So yeah. I got, I thrust, I thrust a t-shirt in his face, and he, I don't, I don't quite know what he knew what was happening, but before <laughs> he could say no, we ended up snapping a picture with him with the out the oh, shoe t-shirts. So it's absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. So I posted that on Twitter, and we've got that on Facebook as well. So it was a, it was good. It was good. Uh, I have to he's say. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. had some, he had some good stories. And I think whenever you go to any of these things, um, what you're wanting them to do is you want them to tell you a little, you know, a couple of stories, a sort of inside stories. Um, and he was good with that. He he certainly came uh, came away with a number. Of, of stories he clearly didn't like um peterson i don't think he and peterson <laughs> got on um and i think that was and <laughs> and he also didn't like swan he wasn't too keen on on graham swan either so All right. um yeah it was quite good quite good quite he, good stuff he was quite open about it yeah he was he was um yeah. and i guess unsurprisingly so because he's he's at a, a do there with cricketers and they yeah. tend to to, to let slip a couple of stories that I guess if you thrust a mic in front of him, there's no way that you're going to be talking about that. Yeah, no, that's true. So it was good. It was good. Um, and how are you getting on? I guess you guys have now, what, we're, we're one game away from the turn of the, of the season um, and uh, you guys look as if you, you're starting to hit your straps a bit. Yeah, so two more to go, um, and obviously, like just the way it's 
panned out really is that the the two unbeaten teams are, are the last two two games of the first half for us, uh, which is quite nice. So who do you um, play next week then? Do you play you up against Christwick. Wow. So let's talk ten well, what nine weeks down the line or or yeah, eight weeks down the line. If if we're coming into the last couple of games of the season, it's going to be you know, if, if everybody plays the way that we're playing it's going yeah. to be an exciting end to the season. Oh, yeah, because definitely. Because if you have to play West, second last game of the season, and then you have to go to... Um, did you say you're playing Uddy next week or Presswick? Uh, Presswick. Presswick next week. Wow. that that's, that's something else. And, of course, West will play Uddy, then you guys, and then I think Sterling are the last game yeah. for them. Uh, yeah. So, and Uddy play Presswick this weekend. Yeah, so yeah. it could change, you know, in the space of three weeks, you could be riding high with three weeks to go, and then suddenly you you're you're facing, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's looking as if it could be really exciting. Yeah, it'll definitely go down to at least the last, you know, three games, I think. Um, and but having said that, like, you know, there could be there could be a situation where a lot of people are going to be looking. You know, towards the last three games of the season, and then mm-hmm. you know, come up a bit, uh, come up against you know your mid-table, your low-table teams. And as I said at the start of the season, anybody can beat anybody um, yeah. in in this league. So, you know, it's it's not to say that it will definitely come down to mm. it, but it, it could, and which would make it quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, listen, you could turn up against Clydesdale, or anybody could turn up against a Clydesdale, and Barrow gets three for and, and scores a hundred and twenty, and and then yeah. you know you're you're up against it, so. Yeah, there is. Each team has got one performer or a couple of performers who could potentially be match winners and really take the game away from you, and and that's the really exciting thing about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be it'll be very good, and it'll be good for cricket in the West too. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and a great result for you guys just there a couple of days ago against Uddy. How? So you? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 must have. What one sixty? I think you guys scored, and and Adi struggled again with the bat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, from from our side, it was the one thing that we needed to uh, get right after the way we started uh, was our batting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks now, you know, boys are starting to settle in. Um, you know, figuring out how they're going to build an innings um, and how we're going to score runs, which is what we were looking for. Um, We've we bowled well since the start of the season, so mm-hmm. um, you know it wasn't really something that we were surprised at. Um, it was just a case of you know we just need runs on the board and, but, and we can back ourselves. But I guess truth be told, a lot of teams, other than maybe Prestwick, a lot of teams have struggled with the bat uh, to perform consistently, and I guess that's some of that's got to go down to weather. Um, but yeah. it just seems that that. Uh, my theory is that it was such a great summer last season and yeah. everybody, you know, you reckon 220, 230, 240, sometimes you had to score first batting first. And I wonder yeah. if there's a bit of a mentality of batsmen going out thinking, shit, well, we should be trying to get up to, you know, 210, 220, 230. And, and the pitches just are not conducive to that kind of play. Yeah, I think it's probably a combination of, you know, last summer and how good the pitches and outfields were mm-hmm. um, and um, you know how 
terrible, really, uh, the way there's been this time round. Yeah. Um, and then obviously getting stuck in that mentality of, you know, um, what used to be a good score and what is a good score now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it's we're halfway through now, so I think, like, we'll start seeing teams now start to figure out, you know, <clears throat> how they need to get to, to a defendable total yeah. um, and what a defendable total is. Because um, each ground is going to be different too. Um, you know, so some grounds you're probably better off chasing and some grounds you're, you're going to be better off batting first. Um, yeah. So be be a very interesting second half, especially if a way that does uh, get a bit better. For sure, for sure. I think we're probably going to be okay tomorrow and I guess that will be the first week we've had where potentially we're going to have five results probably since I think we've maybe only had one possibly two weeks where where we've had that so that the weather really has been uh, it's dominated proceedings thus far so let's hope I think that the uh, as we turn into the second round of matches let's hope that uh, the weather is not the thing that dictates how the the championship is decided that would just be horrendous yeah, yeah, no, true, and I mean that's that's also something to to consider for that second half of the season, but how how tight it looks uh, at the moment, mm. um, especially up at the top. Uh, but but not you know, just whether, whether could could just put you back yeah. a little bit or or could just put you um, further up or further away. But I wonder if it's as important, if not more so, for the teams down at the bottom, because if you've not played very many games and you put a run of maybe two two wins in a row. That could catapult you up from tenth position up to, to you know sixth, seventh, and and, and out of danger. So it's yeah. it, it works, I think, both ways for both at the top of the league and also at the bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And listen, your pro, you must be pleased with the way that he started to perform. Sixty four there at the weekend, and uh, I, I think he got some wickets for you as well. Yes, yeah, he's um, he's he's a very good player. Um, really good and like with most guys coming over um who haven't um especially in scottish conditions mm-hmm. it does take you a bit of time to to get used to what the wickets are like and um you know conditions and the bowlers that you face because you know it's, it's purely based on on where you're at um you know if you go to australia or south africa you generally find more teams have faster bowlers um, and guys who hit the deck a bit harder whereas if you come to Scotland you know your dangerous bowlers are your ones that bowl these medium paces and mm. just hit a good area and swing it about yep, yep. so it's a case of you know he, he took a bit of time to get used to used to that um, but he's got there now and you know hopefully he can just keep going and, and keep scoring runs and taking wickets for us and from the Greenock game and I don't know if that's just a standard way in which you're going to deploy him but but it looked as if um, Tahir came in first change, you came on second change, and then you held him back slightly. Is that, is that Was that intentional against Greenock? Did you see something in Greenock that you thought, listen, let's hold him back, or, or is that how you're going to, to, to utilise him? Uh, held Sana back? Uh, no, oh, the, the pro. Uh, oh, yes. Um, yeah, well, again, it's going to be dependent on... Um, you know the situation and how we're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that particular uh, particular game, um, I came on and wasn't really bowling too well. Um, just everything was just going towards leg side, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, I'll just keep trying until I get it right. But um, for the situation we were in, I just felt, right, let's get spin on here because there was a bit of turn. Um, it was a decent pitch, um, and I felt, 
he's quite skillful. He's quite smart when he bowls. So yeah, um, you know, I thought let's let's give it a go again. Um, but he'll definitely play play quite a big role with both Bath and both mm-hmm. Ross. It is really amazing <clears throat> that the the. The games that have turned, certainly the game against West against Uddingston and I think also Clydesdale against Uddingston, taking the pace off the ball seems to be something that a lot of teams are scared of as far as batting is, is concerned. There just seems to be this inability to be able to deal with that change of pace. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not quite sure if it's the, the change of pace or just terrible mentality. Uh, in in my opinion, because mm-hmm. um, the impression that I get, and I can certainly see it from when you know when even last year when um, Hamza and Arun both played here, um, they get this impression that just because the guy's slower, um, you know, let's just try whack it no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which which is quite strange because if you look at international cricket, your best bowlers in T Twenty cricket and fifty over cricket are spinners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the top ten, so uh, it is quite strange. It is quite strange that people still think that way. Um, Do you feel that when the spinners come on, that a lot of the batsmen don't have a plan as to how they should be playing against them? Yeah, I do. Well, um, it's definitely that, and because of you know where we play again in in Scotland, um, you know, generally you're going to find more seamers. Um, and more medium pace bowlers mm-hmm. as opposed to to spin, um, just purely because the conditions and the weather would dictate uh, what sort of bowler you're gonna be bowling. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think like guys just don't know uh, where they're gonna find their boundaries, how they're gonna find their boundaries, and they also just don't know how to to milk spin um, and how to you know you don't need to hit a spinner for. 20, 30, 40 mm. and over. Mm. You take him for 60 off his 10, you're sorted. And, and do you think that's because the batsmen generally have not learnt their craft and all they're doing is watching T20 and they're just seeing that the pros smashing the shit out of the ball and they think, well, listen, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rock up on a Saturday and I'm just going to play like a pro. Um, I would say, yeah, partly because of that. But if you look across the West, um, it's all synthetic... Um, pitches that we train on, uh, our nets. Okay, which, yeah, interesting which point. Which won't assist spin at all. No. Um, so it kind of just skids on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so guys can just play through the ball and uh, play through the line of the ball and pretty much hit it where they want to. Yeah. Um, whereas on the pitches, same with the seamers, the ball slows up once it hits the... As soon as it hits the deck, it slows up completely. Mm-hmm. Um, where so when you're watching spinners bowl, they the batsmen are through their shot long before the ball even reaches them, um, just because of how it holds up in the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't help, obviously, coming onto uh, having nets twice or three times a week, um, and you know the ball's just skidding on really yeah. nicely for you. But you've got you. But as a but as a top order batsman, you've got to have the ability and and the sense to to understand. Well, listen, that was indoors. That's a different way that I've played that. I've got to then adapt my my game. And it, it, whether or not they've got the ability to adapt the game is one thing. But having the mental attitude to play a different game seems, in my view, to what I've seen, is, is to be lacking. Yeah, no, I agree. With there you, there but... just doesn't seem to be an ability for players to knuckle down and and p- 
push three and over when it's required when you're chasing, you know, Adi being a prime example twice in, in over the weekend, 117 for no wicket. You're thinking, for Christ's sake, can somebody not just knuckle down, get a 30, we win the game on both yeah. Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, so, well, two things there. Like, one, um, definitely I don't think that club cricketers, both batsmen, bowlers, um, especially in the West, are tough enough um, mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to to go through something like that, yeah, and um, we kind of just we all want something to happen now, and we want it to happen quickly, um, and happen our way only, um, which is issue number one. Um, yeah, and then secondly, they don't really have the opportunity to learn to adapt, if that makes sense. So when you're in the nets two three times a week, um, because cricket at the end of the day is just muscle memory, so. Um, you're in the nets two, three times a week. You're playing on synthetic wickets. Um, your body reacts to what your eyes see. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come into a game and automatically, without you having to think about it, that's what will happen. Yep, yep. It's interesting what you talk about there and then the first point that you made, that there has to be instant gratification. Um, and, and people aren't prepared just to, you know, knuckle down, play out a couple of overs, nerdle, nudge and nerdle, and then just wait for the bad ball as far as a chase is concerned. And I had a long conversation with Greg Williamson at the, the, the lunch this afternoon, and, and he and I both picked up on that, that there just seems to be something, an inability amongst the, 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 the young players that we see today, that they just seem to want this instant gratification that has to be a four, has to be six I, I must dominate I must have that instant gratification whereas you're thinking you know what you only need three and over the most important thing is to win the game for your team not that you've 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 scored at, at 120 um yeah. and you've you've won the game in jig time yeah yeah no I agree and I mean it, it probably also doesn't help like I mean again I can't really I shouldn't be comparing too much but um in South Africa you know you I played school cricket and I played every Saturday for my school. I didn't play any club cricket um, uh, until I was obviously a bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mostly just school cricket and mm-hmm. we would play 50 over cricket. Whereas over here, um, you know, it's 30 or 35 and you have to you have to retire at 20 or, or 35. I don't really know yep. exactly how much. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas over there, it was a case of, you know, you bat until... Um, until you're out so if yeah. you score 150 and you're that talented then so be it um, yeah. and you know a lot of people argue against that and say oh but you know you've got to give other people an opportunity and all of that yeah but you've mm-hmm. also got to give those talented guys an opportunity to show how talented they are um, and you know to give them confidence and, and help them improve um, because a lot of kids would just fall away anyway whether you give them the opportunity or not and I know that sounds harsh but it's a reality, unfortunately, mm. um, and I think we're just we're we're a bit too nice um, in terms of we're we're awarding we're rewarding um, you know not so great performances really yeah um, sometimes yeah. Um, but at the same time it's a smaller country than South Africa there's less interest in cricket than what there is over there so I can't blame them either. yeah yeah it's a difficult one. So turning to tomorrow, and are you at full strength? Well, what's uh, what kind of team are you 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 yeah, shipping so, out uh, against West? Uh, Unchanged league team. 
so everybody's still available. Um, good. Which is good. And as far as availability is concerned, have you been fairly constant? One of the things that um, Paddy Barber was saying about uh, teams like yourself and Prestwick is that you've probably got about you know, 14, 15 guys in a squad and, and it's a very tight bunch of, of guys. I mean, have, have you had much of a turnover as far as players during the season is concerned or have you tried and, and been able to, to stick to 13 or 14 players throughout the season? Yeah, well, especially well, the few league games that we've had to play, mm. uh, been able to play, mm-hmm. it's pretty much just stayed the exact same. Yeah. Um, it's mostly the uh, midweek games that we tend to, you know, mix it about, and some guys obviously unavailable due to work and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly for the Saturdays, uh, for the league games, it will be uh, pretty much a squad of about 13, 14 that we'd use. Good, 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 good. Okay, well, Sam, I don't want to. We've been we've been going about sort of twenty minutes or so, so I don't want to keep you too long. Um, but uh, looking forward, obviously, to tomorrow Scottish Cup. You, you'll no doubt have aspirations. Uh, how did you get on last week? A good win, I think, uh, against. You know, who were you playing last week? Uh, Edinburgh Cricket Club. Right. Okay. Uh, and then who have you got? Who have you got next week? Or who have uh, you got in the next round? Rather, I think it's Renfrew. Okay, so you've yeah. got to you've got to fancy yourself against there, and and as with everybody who looks at the Scottish Cup and the fact that it's already been pre-drawn, what's your route following on? Uh, you know, assuming that you beat Renfrew, um, if you got a when uh, when yeah, you... so uh, we're pretty much looking at all away games, all right. um, but we will probably if we do win um, against Renfrew. We'll play either Irvin or Stonywood Dice. All right. Okay. So that's um, not giving you too much of a of a headache, uh, with the greatest respect. You know, it's it's not any of the sort of Edinburgh heavyweights. So yeah. you, the 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 draw, I guess, has been quite kind to you thus far. Yes, it's, it's been okay. But again, you know, it's, it's still one of those things where. Um, well, you've you know, got, if you take anybody light-hearted... Yeah, you've, you've got to turn up. You've got to turn up yes. and you've got to perform. And, and, and obviously, yeah. Adi realised that, um, I, you know, having been turned over by Clydesdale last week against yeah. what Paddy said was was pretty much a second team. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, there's no there's no hiding place. You've got to make sure and, and turn up and, and guys have got to perform. Yeah. And then after that, we'd probably be looking in at... Um, I think the other games are Clydesdale, Aberdeen. That's right. Uh, so you you must be at the top of the you're Glenn. at the top of the draw then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carlton and Grange, Carlton and Grange are coming down. So you might be meeting them potentially in something like the semi. Is is maybe where you'll collide if if you get that far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And then finally, obviously, Rory, um, a, he's your bro- brother-in-law. So have you ever played against him? No, I've, I've never played against him. All right, um, there you go. And the, the Warriors game that we played was my first game in the same team. With as him, right, yeah. okay. Good, 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 good. Um, so obviously a huge family connection there. Um, it'll be difficult, I guess, for, uh, for the other members of the family is to know who to be rooting for. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I know the guys at West are looking forward to the game. Um, I guess at some stage the West batting has got to perform. Whether it performs next, uh, tomorrow, it will be interesting to see. I think you'll find that there's a bit of a juggling as far as their 
uh, batting order is concerned, um, I, I think that uh, well, you'll find that out tomorrow, I would guess. Um, yep. But there's certainly some talk that uh, things have have to happen at, at West because they can't continue to uh, perform and rely upon their bowlers. Um, you know, yep. the, the batsmen have to to step up, and uh, uh, it will be interesting to see whether or not they're able to do that against you guys tomorrow. Yeah, no, it'll be be interesting. Uh, it'll be a very interesting game. Um, I think both teams um, are both very good teams with both bad and bow. Um, and yeah, I it'll be, and it'll I be think and I think both teams are are in form as well, which is good. You always want to see, I think, top of the table clashes where both sides are really playing to their strengths, and I think that's what we'll have tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, um, and that's exactly what you're wanting. You know, in, in, in the league. Yeah, for um, sure. Is, is you want to be taking on, you know, the teams that are playing really good cricket and hmm. uh, that are unbeaten. And, um, so it'll be, it'll be a very, very interesting game tomorrow. Good, 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 good. Well, listen, I'll, I'll wrap it up there. And uh, I'm uh, I'm down at uh, Fergus Lee. We're, we've got the twos game, obviously, there. So I will be glued to the Twitters to see how you guys get on. And then we might catch you up in person um, depending upon when everybody finishes, uh, yeah. hopefully catch up in person. And uh, I'd like to say I'd, I'd, get, I'd buy you a congratulatory pint, but uh, I hope you'll be uh, crying into your beer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I already know my niece, uh, who my niece is going to support. So. Of course. <laughs> good man, good man. All righty, well, listen, good, uh, good luck tomorrow. Perfect, thanks, mate. All right, cheers, bye. Right, 20 or so minutes with Riyad and I guess it's great, great chat and some incisive stuff as far as Riyad is concerned. He's always good and he's great for an interview. So hopefully uh, we can catch up with one another at Hamilton Crescent tomorrow, just depending upon how things shape out. That's a big family battle. That's... Uh, Riyad against West Pro Rory, uh, that's uh, brother-in-law uh, fighting it out against one another. Uh, let's just see how that gets on. I'm going to sign off now. You've been listening to Out the Shoe, sometimes right, sometimes wrong, always certain.